0: Hello and welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Porris. This week we're joined by Kim. Now Kim's the owner of a flower business called Cronulla Florist or The Cronulla Florist and she's in the arcade down there in Cronulla. Now being a florist, that's a pretty tough job. You're up early, you've got to go to the flower markets, you've got to be in the shop during the day, put all the flowers together. At the end of the day, you've got to deliver the flowers to the customers who are bought online, then you go home and you do your books and this is like at least six days a week. And probably on Sunday, she's too exhausted to do anything. Um, Kim was actually the very first episode we filmed for The Mentor. And it's been a few months now since I was there. And it's been great to see how her and I, but really just mostly her, because I just I was tipping to her and giving her a bit of guidance, but how she has now changed things in her life. So I'm going to talk about social media, how important that is to Kim. I'm going to talk about invoicing and payments. I'm going to talk about getting her business structure right. I'm going to talk to her about negotiating with landlords and how she's going now. So let's get into it. Kim, welcome to The Mentor. Thank you for having me. Great to see you. You too. So you have, have you been out of the flower markets this morning?
1: I actually organised a delivery this morning perfect, so I could perfect. come and see you.
0: Perfect. And uh, so how's business generally? How, how is it out there in the arcade in Cronulla?
1: Business is great. I've just had national exposure. So everyone in Cronulla and all of the Southern Show. I know I'm down there now. So it's it's been incredible, the support I'm getting.
0: And, and just in terms of... Um, the structure of your business, how you run your business, how you price your bouquets, I I presume they're called bouquets, or how you um, build your bouquets, what you put in there. Um, Have you changed anything? Because I I do remember that we – we talked about you perhaps charging more for your bouquets. I don't mean overly charged, but just actually send out a, a, a more expensive bouquet, a better bouquet. Has that happened? And then also the little posy. Uh, what do you call those, little posies? Yeah, or whatever those. The little
1: posies. The little
0: posies. So h- how do you structure your product now?
1: Since the makeover, you've really upped market my business. Um, therefore, my, my flowers have followed suit. So we... Wow! even our order average has gone up. So we do beautiful bouquets, um, ready for pre-sale. Um, but we've got more premium sort of flowers yeah, in yeah, them yeah. and um, a higher price point, and people can really see the value in there as well. Because
0: because so- your audience is, I mean, that, that, there's a lot of wealthy people in your area. I mean, there are the, the the people sitting on very expensive real estate they've had for twenty, thirty years. A lot of tradespeople mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Um. And you know, in the national economy. We know that they've been doing very well over the last five, six, seven years. Especially with a property boom, so your market has can afford to buy more expensive flowers, um, and I don't mean you just jacking your price up. What you're doing is you're making a more a more beautiful uh, and more higher quality Correct. Um, arrangement
1: to suit my business. Correct, yeah. and
0: um, and, and and how do you feel? I mean, I remember you were a little bit reticent about charging. You're a little bit. You're a. You're. A, you're a, I wouldn't call you. Um, I think uh, I th- no, you're not I was, a stringy. I felt violent. like
1: I know, but I felt like I was competing with the IGA flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having done the show, of that's all goodbye. You don't whatever. need to do that um, anymore. If you buy from IGA, that's too bad for you. Yeah. Um, I've set a standard now. It's a higher standard, and yeah. we're meeting the demands of of the customers. So you
0: build yourself a little niche. Yeah. And you don't feel uncomfortable with that anymore. No. Because you, you were a little uncomfortable asking too much money. I remember you were a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> um, upselling like selling chocolates or champagne or whatever it is that Jack was selling. At Roses Only. So um, h- how did you get over that uh, little dip in your personality, that ability to sort of say, look, this is an $85 bunch of flowers because I've spent a lot of time putting together. They're beautiful. Yep. They're well-sourced. And by the way, would you like to buy this, that, and the other to take it to 120 bucks? How did you do that? I mean, how did you get over that little personality blip?
1: Well, it was visiting with Jack. It was also going back to my years when I worked with Pearson's Florist. And I, I used to do the upselling and the add-ons with every sale. And I oh. – I just sort of went back to that time and I really realised the empo- um, importance of it. And I've, yeah, it comes naturally now with every, with every sale just about, we, if we don't get the chocolates, we're definitely getting $5 gift cards. We're charging delivery um, and it, it's all playing a major role. Can, can I ask role. you this
0: then, Kim? Do, do you think it's because all of us in, in small business, because we think we're, we're called small business, we immediately think we're small. We limit yeah, ourselves. And we and all of a sudden we think, Well, we're not entitled to ask for that. Yeah. We're not entitled to ask for delivery. Because charge. Roses
1: only and Pearsons are both the biggest Big. florists in the city yep. in Sydney. Um and I was like, I'm not Pearsons. I'm mm. just one little shop. I'm, I'm not, Kim. I'm Kim. Yeah. And I'm gonna run my business the way I wanna run it. And I me as a consumer or a customer, I don't like being upsold to. Yep. Um you know, I also don't like bad customer service, which is why I make sure I go above and beyond in terms of customer service. So
0: Yeah, but ha- we've got lots of people listening to this. You know, we get 100,000 downloads in and, and an episode and there's a lot of people in similar sort of businesses, maybe not florists, but similar sort of businesses, where they have that same sense in their mind that I'm Kim from Cronulla. They might be thinking, that, you know, they're John from um, – wherever um and ashfield and thinking well i can't really ask for more money for a better product how do you what would you say to them like assuming that they can sell a, a better or, or a more richer um enhanced product what would you say to them about changing it up you know in terms of not feeling like they're the small person
1: uh i think just i've learned to just go big and dream hard and or maybe the other way around but yeah, yeah. um I don't yeah, I don't know. All 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 I can say is that we get a much better response on the phone, um, in terms of the upselling and everything like that. Um, people in the shop are actually visual like seeing the product and they may say no to the chocolates or the gift cards. The website has the products already up on the on the page with the chocolates, candles, gift cards as well. Um, but I've found that over the phone is the easiest way to upsell. Is that right? Yeah. Which, As strangely, to in because they're not visualizing the product, they're just going off my my word for it that they'll get a beautiful gift card or delicious local made chocolates. Um, I've found that that's the easiest. And it's sort of worked out that I tried, I started doing it and I kept getting no, no, you can't upsell me, you can't upsell because of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> now things have died down from the show. Things have died down from the show, and people are maybe like, "Yeah, we they understand it a little bit more why we have to upsell as a small business." I might say
0: that to you too, by the way. If you had rung me and like, let's say I wasn't in the show, but I would say, "You're just trying to upsell me." I get you, but you know what would have registered in my mind? She's having a crack. Yes, she's nice. And by way, just you just reminded me, you know, um, Kim, when I'm on the phone, that you do sell chocolates and they're locally made, and mm-hmm. you do sell other things, and they're all locally sourced. Yeah. And it'll register because next time I'm thinking about a gift, I think, why don't I just ring them up. Because, yeah, bloody hell, she got me. Yeah. I reckon I reckon a lot of people <laughs> think that way. Good. Yeah, because, no, seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, they might have said no because yeah. they But thought, the next time. The next time, it's registered.
1: Right. It's all about the conversation, remembering that, that moment. And, oh, yeah, she was lovely. I'll call her and see what she can well, do. it's a bit medication. like me. Like if
0: I'm thinking, I feel like a steak today. I'm thinking, where's a steak place that I know um, who just sells steaks? Mm-hmm. and like, like I might not want to go. I might only have a steak once. I don't eat meat much very often, but every now and then I feel like one. I'm thinking, who's, where do I know that there's a menu with steak on it? <clears throat> Excuse me. So you've got a menu, a gift menu with chocolates and candles and uh, gift High-amps cards, and, and, gift pl- cards. And, and obviously flowers. <laughs> yeah. and, and people know that you know how to arrange a bouquet. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of your specialties. Yeah. Um, so by saying it to people, as you said, have the conversation with everybody, you're registering exactly what your menu is in their mind. Yes. So when they think of gift cards, flowers delivered – the chocolates and/or I don't know if you're allowed to sell champagne. You're probably not. Yeah, you are. We can. Okay, but they they think of Kim in their area. Correct. They might not think of Roses Only. They might just think of Kim. Correct. And 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 that, that's uh, and it's interesting. Like the small business guy who thinks he's small and he's not entitled to do any of these things. You've got to remember one thing. It's not about how you feel about yourself. It's how the customer what he or she wants. Yes. And the customer basically wants something quick, easy, exactly what they want for the right price. Correct. And delivered, correct. Get it to me, yeah. Or get it to wherever it's got to get to, yeah. And if you stop thinking about yourself and how you feel about it, and yes. think about the customer and how the customer feels about it, then you're halfway there to kicking or shrugging off this small business mentality that we all get. Like I'm in the bank. I'm in the lending industry, right? I lend money, and the banks that I compete against, are, especially the big four, they're the four most profitable banks in the world. Not just in Australia, in the world, <laughs> and they, in terms of their ratings, their global ratings against all other banks, American banks, European banks, they rank two, three, four, and five in the top ten. So, I can easily get. I, I, I know. I often fall into the same, you know, f- f- funk about. What I can do in relation to my lending product at Yellowbrick Road, I often fall into the same sort of funk, as I said, where I think, of myself, oh, these guys, they're the big guys, they got the massive balance sheets. They can afford to spend $100 million a year on advertising, blah, 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 blah. Yes, but
1: that's exactly how it feels. It's me, though.
0: <laughs> I'm, that's me thinking about myself. And I've got to get away from that and just park myself over here somewhere and think about what a customers? Well, you know, customers can't stand going to big banks. Yeah. And if they can get the product for me, they'd rather come to me. Yeah. So all I've got to do is make myself accessible and let them know what I'm doing. Yeah. Let the customers know and and do what the customer wants. Help them out. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Yes. And and anybody's listening to this, that's what you've got to think about. Stop thinking about yourself. And I don't mean you're being selfish or whatever, but move yourself away. Park yourself over here. Think about what the customer wants. At the end of the day, a a customer really wants to deal with a person that they like. Correct. As long as the product is the same. Correct. (laughs) And that's what you've got. Yeah. And that's what you did. Yeah. And what I had to do, and I had to be a bit tough on you, but I had to move you away from all that. Yeah. I had to get you. To, I had to expose you. I had to give you a bit I of can, a.
1: I, I know that now. Yeah. A, in, the, the, in that I upset moment, you at the time. it was yeah, quite but confronting. I, I, but I
0: had to confront you. Of course. I yeah. needed to take you through the tunnel. Yeah. And and you come out the other end.
1: Yeah. I get it. I get it now.
0: And that's what I've done. I've done it for I've, every episode. Not yeah. everyone learns, by the way. Oh, no, I've, been I've been watching. I've been watching. Yeah, and it's but it's a good experience because people have done that to me. I want to talk to you, Kim, about um, your social media. Um, mm-hmm. I hope you've been doing your social media.
1: I'm doing good with my social good girl, media.
0: Good girl. Good I girl. I haven't had a good look at it. Oh,
1: I will be honest. Yeah. Um, the, the market visits have slowed down. I'm getting a lot more deliveries now so I can have that, you know, mother, business, yep. woman balance. Um, when I do go to market, it's generally on a Friday with one of my staff members because we have a big wedding on. So we, we're capturing a little bit of video of what's happening at the market. But – a lot of it is still about product, but I'm doing daily posts and I'm getting, yeah, great interaction with customers. I'm getting orders through social media. Um, my, my Facebook has even gone through the roof. Has it? So Facebook's normally a lot slower than Instagram, but um, yeah, that's doubled in numbers and interaction as well. So, so okay,
0: that's a good. Call. I'm I doing something you. right. Call Kim, I, I want to ask you that because that's a quite important one. Um, Facebook versus Instagram, which mm-hmm. is better for you, Instagram. which is growing at a faster rate? Instagram that's yeah. that's interesting Hugh because uh, that's what we're experiencing with the show Instagram is growing at a much faster rate than fast yeah. book. Facebook
1: Facebook is outdated a bit yeah more. a little bit yeah. um,
0: mind you Instagram is owned by Facebook but correct but that's yep. how smart Facebook are they bought it they bought the up and coming one but we've noticed that our our, our Instagram is sort of powerful Actually, I did Instagram live the other night I did Facebook live last this Monday and the week before I did Instagram live and the week before I did Facebook live but the take up on Instagram live was um, it was it was it was good. It was great. It was great activity, but you get there's less opportunity to, for people to ask you a sort of high quality question. I yeah. s- tend to get a better quality question out of Facebook. So Facebook's a bit more because you're textbook-y. seeing it
1: as you go. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bit people more like text a textbook. Message,
0: yeah. um, whereas Facebook, uh, Instagram is really uh, light color movement. Um, it's active. It's um, lots of energy in it. And in your business, flowers. My God, like flowers and food are the two best to me apart from fashion probably, but f- oh, that's interesting. Three- <laughs> flowers, food, and fashion, the three Fs. Yep. Um, and I'm not trying to swear here, even though I don't <laughs> mind saying fuck from time to time. But the three Fs, food, fashion, and flowers, I reckon are the three of the most um, well-suited industries or businesses for for Instagram. Yeah. So what about when you deliver something to somebody um, at home or have the delivery done? Um, does anybody – do you ever ask anybody to put up their first reactions when um, Coronado floris has done the delivery on the flowers?
1: Not at this point, but that's something I'm um, thinking about starting. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have to ask the
0: yeah, the, the recipient. recipient.
1: Um, but that's something that we want to start trialing. Especially
0: there's a family or something, like the kids, oh, wow. Yeah. And it, could, could you please send me a photograph of the family when the – flowers arrive or whatever the case may be,
1: yeah.
0: and or the chocolates yeah. or the champagne or the I d- candles. I don't think
1: that's rude. I think no, no, that's no. being in that moment and Well, the family's around it. your area too. Like, yeah. and, um, be as different. long as it's a happy occasion. And-
0: well, if you're a bank, there's no way they'd do it for you, but you're Kim from Cronulla Forest, and they probably will do it for you.
1: Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because yeah, they, they, there's so many people out there who want to help out small business owners. Oh, it's and incredible. you know, you're <laughs> and you're up there competing against the big guys. Um, yeah. they probably especially Cronulla is very parochial too. Mm-hmm. Your whole area, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know that. You know, the Cronulla Sutherland Shire is very parochial. Um, and if you became the Cronulla, the Cronulla, you know, like the uh, let's say the the town crier, whatever it is for the Shire. In other words, you keep promoting the Shire through your business, yeah. Uh, the Cronulla florist, people will rally around you. Um. And you might be able to, one thing you might be able to own is actually standing up for your shire. Yeah, you know? right. You know what I mean? Like, because, <laughs> yeah. well, one of the people stands up for the, sh- for the shire because you've got to differentiate yourself from all the other florists in the area. One of the ways you could do it perhaps is, um, you know, I love the shire. You know what I mean? Talk that type of conversation.
1: Yeah. That's always my hashtags. Yeah. The shire, love the shire. Yeah. Well, yep. that,
0: that that's that's a clever positioning, I think, of uh Cronulla florist for me. Um. It's it's I mean because I, I, I lived out there for a very short period. Um, my my mom and dad moved out there when I was 18, 17 or 18. My brother and sister went to school in the Shire because they're much younger than me. Um, they went to uh, my, my brother went to um, Carmba de La Salle, my sister went to LMC at Barney Bay and um, and uh, and they still have that Shire, um, we're different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They, well, they're, they're friends or more my brother, but most of my brother's mates st- still that he hangs out with come from, the sh- come from the Shire. And a lot of the guys still live there. In fact, when I was filming, mm. quite a few of my bro- – two of my brother's best mates, who I haven't seen for when, like when he was 25, that's like a long time ago, came up and started talking to me. I didn't even recognize him when I first saw him. Um, but then I, they told me who they were. These guys I haven't seen for 25 years. Um, and they're all close, still close. So Cronulla is sort of an unusual place or the Shire is an unusual place in, in the Australian sort of psyche.
1: I agree. Everyone, everyone seemed like strangers seem to care about each other a little bit more and yeah, they want to support, you know, the underdog or the struggling small business like out, like we were. Um, I noticed though, I'm not sure if you're aware, but when we had the two night stay in the. In the city, um, when you did the makeover, my son had a scooter accident. Did he? Yeah, broke his front teeth no. and completely smashed his face. Um, no one told me. Yeah, so that happened in Darling Harbour, and I had no phone because uh, that was stripped of me, and my husband had gone to work. So it was my son and I walking all the way around Darling Harbour. Me holding his mouth with blood just coming everywhere. Not one person stopped to ask if nah. he needed help. Nah, no joke. And I, was, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> I was like, I got to the hotel all shaken. I'm like. I can't believe we have just walked twenty minutes around all of Darling Harbour, and not one person has offered us a tissue.
0: It wouldn't have in Cronulla. Hell no. If you walked down the arcade in Hell Cronulla. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no.
1: If you. It wouldn't matter if who you, you saw were. someone you were mean to at school, and if they saw your son bleeding, they would they would be the first to come up and help you because.
0: So how is Rowan people now? People look after everyone. You know? How is he now?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, he's he's getting there.
0: Yeah. So he's, what happened? That. Did he break any teeth?
1: Ah, uh, so he. Oh my God, that's yeah. uh, that's every so t- mother and father's
0: <laughs> nightmare.
1: Oh, it was more because I had no phone and um, yeah. So he fractured three of his top teeth no. underneath. Underneath his, he's nine um, or something, isn't it? Yeah, eight. Yeah, eight. Oh uh, yeah, eight. Eight. <laughs> my goodness, you confused me. That. Um, yeah. So we've had we've had to go to um, the dentist fortnightly because oh they're, they're actually falling from his mouth. So I'll probably end up being root canal or oh my God. something like that. Poor but, little fella. Oh, uh, he yeah, he can't ride his scooter or bike anymore, which is very nice. Oh, he's. I scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, back to um that I was I was shocked that not one person would offer assistance. Like,
0: that's the city you see. Yeah, that's that's not
1: see. That's not where I'm from though. Yeah, yeah. Like the shire will yeah do anything to help anyone. But equally,
0: they don't want you to see you get too successful. Yeah. Right you got to be careful. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you've yeah. got this yeah, nice yeah. balance. Because you 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 <laughs> then they'll abandon you. say, so, no, she's making too much money. She's doing too good. You've got to have that, that nice balance between the two. It's a yeah. great way for you to brand yourself, Kim. That's, mm. I mean, Corona Flores says where you are and what you do, great. Yeah. Um, the service is good. The product is good. The pricing is right. But I just I want you to think about how do you position yourself in your community? Yeah. And maybe that's the way for your you promote the, the Shire. Yeah. You're a Shire girl. You promote the Shire. You understand the Shire. I also
1: support a lot of um, local schools, um, clubs, sporting sporting clubs as well, get on board with all their charity events as well just to – I like to give back to the community as well. So it goes – it's two-way street. Um, and also my products that I buy, so the chocolates, the gift cards, candles – they're all little families of the shire as yep. well that I'm helping to support so well
0: you're telling me that and you listen to our po- podcast audience but what I want you to make sure of is that every opportunity you get when you talk about oh you might you might put a photograph up this week or whatever of the chocolates mate tell a story about them yeah get a photograph of the people making them. Get, when you go to get the chocolates is it where is it kerringbah kerringbah get a photograph of you with the people who Making them for you, yeah. They'd probably get a thrill out of that.
1: I'm still learning to get photos with yeah. myself.
0: Well, you've got to do that, man. I Mate, know. On, I should on. be.
1: Yeah, They're I've been saying, on national TV, right? Totally. I should be able to take a selfie. Yes,
0: see. <laughs> yeah, so, but what I'd like to see, what I want to see, and I'm going to check this over the next couple of weeks. When you go to pick up your next chocolate uh, delivery, mm-hmm. or, or instead of them delivering, you go and pick it up.
1: Yeah. We know, do, we do pick them up. Go and
0: pick them up. Hand and pick uh, I don't know, is you and Gavin or you? Me, oh, okay.
1: Either all. Both of you. Well, Gavin but people passion. like to see
0: who Gavin is, too, yeah, your husband. Okay. And uh, both of you go and say, Here we are picking up our chocolates from Blah, or a carrying bar, and get a photograph of them. But it, if it's corny, it doesn't matter. The more corny it is, actually, to me, is the better it is. Okay, good. Because I'm
1: always like corny. Yeah, man, come on. Stop,
0: <laughs> stop thinking. Yourself. Yeah, okay, it's yeah, the same yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah. I'm Kim. I'm the cry of forest. I'm supporting the local area. And I'm doing my best. I'm trying hard. Yeah, and I'm looking after my family. Yeah, that's what resonated in the show.
1: Good. And, okay. And do it.
0: Bec- and yeah, get because out. Because with
1: qu- social media, you want to be, you want to have your personality in it. You want to be quirky and everything without being unprofessional either.
0: No, but a bit, a bit of like a bit of a little bit of awkwardness and a little bit of um. Uh, um, I don't know. Well, like, don't try and stylize it. Yeah, okay. Uh, just be yourself. Okay. Yeah, authentic. That's the word. Yeah. You're, you're Authentic, and you as a social media expert, so authenticity and Can relevance. You take
1: over my social media. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and authenticity. Yeah. And and relevance. Okay. So authentic. But why is it relevant? It's relevant because, you know, this is where I buy the stuff. And by the way, I want to promote these people in Carrembar because they're fantastic. Yeah. Their product is brilliant. Yeah, You might even have it put a little video on there of how the product gets made if they're happy to do it. Yeah, Everybody loves to know what happens in a chocolate factory. Yeah, true. I'd love to know. They what actually cho-
1: take beautiful fo- um videos I'm, I'm sure. I'll chocolate. guarantee
0: they've got some of the most beautiful photographs of their chocolates. Like my, I'm my mouth watering now as I speak about this.
1: Cactuses, cac- like chocolate cactuses in a little pot and everything. Well, they're, you're talking so much to it. They're artists. Come on.
0: Okay, we're going to go to the break and we're, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some more stuff. Okay. I, I think we probably kicked that around pretty hard that, Social media piece, and in fact using Instagram, but actually not just about your flowers and and Kim in the shop or Kim at the flower markets, but Kim getting her chocolates and promoting local people, which actually helps build your brand, but equally helps promote the local people because you know they appreciate that too. Correct. And you and I'm sure there's some brilliant photo opportunities as you were saying earlier with some of the art artists and work of the chocolate makers as to how they present their chocolates. I'm sure there's some beautiful photographs and videos for you there. So. It's it's a really re- rich, deep vein of stuff that you need to mine, mm-hmm. and but it's not being in a way that you're exploiting it either. It's just doing the right thing by everybody, including yeah. yourself. I can't go on much further without asking about your mum, Carol, mm-hmm. um, the woman salt of the earth. Yeah, she really is. She's good. She's she really is salt of the earth. Yeah. And, like, apart from the fact that you lent your money and stuff like that, which is, by the way, every parent does it. That's called the, the, the bank yep, of, of yes. mum and dad, um, particularly when it comes to small businesses because you're not going to get it from a bank. They're not going to give it to you.
1: I'm not the only one in this, totally. this debt. <laughs> so totally,
0: totally. And, by, by the way, <laughs> by the way, that's my experience with just about every small business owner I talk to. Oh, and me too. But it, it's unfortunate that's, that's the way it has to be, by the way. But parents largely, in your case, Carol's largely, not just help you with the money, but she's actually always been there for you. hmm where do you think someone like that, someone like Carol, gets that ethic from?
1: Her parents, probably.
0: So it's sort of like a – so I can see you doing the same thing then for Rowan. Yeah. Because you've learnt.
1: Yeah. I think we inherit it. Mm. Uh, we inherit the work ethic and um, I'm going to get upset
0: now. <laughs> no, no, but if it's a good upset, I mean, you're not you're not unhappy. You're happy about it. I mean, this yeah. is a great thing that Carol does for you. Mm. And, uh, and it's a great thing she's passed on to you. Yeah. But what's really important is a great thing you've got to pass on to Rowan. Yeah. And you've got to make sure Rowan understands the ethic.
1: Well, we grew up in Wollongong. My mum's a single mum since I was two. Um, oh, wow. Seriously, the whole time. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, she worked in Sydney, um, actually building the third terminal over at um, the airport. Um, she used to leave at 6 in the morning, get home at 7 a.m. By that time – we were already dressed, ready for bed and my sister and I, my nana and pop would do the homework for us. They helped raise us um, and my cousins. Um, so we rarely saw my mum. So now what I'm trying to implement, even though I've got a small business and I'm working hard and I'm showing my son that, you know, you've got to work hard if you want to get anywhere in life, I'm still trying to have that balance where I can still tuck him into bed, help him with his homework, watch him play, you know, sport on the weekend or go to his athletics carnival.
0: It is a punish Um, trying to do everything is so hard. It
1: is, but it wouldn't have even been. um, I wouldn't have even been able to do it if I was employed by somebody. Right. So having my own business, which is the reason why I've done it, is yeah. So I've got a bit more flexibility. It's flexible because my mum wasn't at my athletics carnivals or. You know my sports days on things like that. And do you I'm, think that she missed out, yeah. and I missed out on having and, her and, there for well, that?
0: What, what formed as a result of that? As a result of you not as your as a result of your mum working really hard as a single mum to mm-hmm. raise is it just you,
1: my, me, me, and my sister. You and
0: your sister, um, you know, which is
1: who's my bookkeeper?
0: <laughs> Correct. Oh, I remember her. that, and uh, who, and and that's a, a quite a, a very honourable thing that, uh, especially single mums at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's We're a, tough about, yeah, 70s,
1: 80s, a tough gig. Yeah, seventies, eighties, tough gig,
0: very tough gig. Um, and you know, which is why she is who she is. Um, what what forms in your mind as a result of that? What what do you galvanize as your in your own personality as a result of not having seen your mum, but also knowing the reason for that is that your mum is trying to support you as a as a as a single mother and your sister. Yeah. Um, what does that galvanize in your mind as a business person? What do you learn from that? What do you see? Because the best things we get is what we've seen and experienced and, and as a result of that learned, and that's what we take into our business life. What did you get from that?
1: Um, I've watched my mum and my sister and I struggle all our, all our lives, like from a young age. Um, although mum was working hard, she couldn't pay the bills and, you know, no disrespect to mum, but sometimes we wouldn't, we couldn't have dinner. Mm. Um, and I don't I'm um, what I'm learned. what I've learned from it, I don't want that for my son. I don't want him raised by grandparents. Um, I know this is going probably a little bit more personal than business, but again No, no, it's important. It's again me having my business will hopefully, you know, allow that time with my son. Um, he can have you know, he'll have dinner on his tape on his plate every night. He will um, you know, Get the shoes that he wants to. I know it's material, but kids, no, kids
0: important. like to keep up yeah, with yeah, other yeah, yeah.
1: kids. And if you know if they've got the Kmart joggers and other kids are wearing the two hundred dollars shoes, that, especially in the that area affects them. you live, them. especially that where a- you live, correct, that affects them. So, um, yeah, that's. I'm just I'm working to provide my son everything that he, he wants.
0: So what a galvanize then in your personality is you want to give your son the things that I didn't you have, didn't get, correct? And and that's and my husband was opposite. Was he? My, hun-
1: my husband grew up with uh, two parents and got everything he wanted.
0: Right. So it's probably not a bi- as big a priority to him. No. He probably thinks well, – He thinks
1: I'm spoiling my son, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, no, I'm giving my- I'm providing for my son things that I missed out of and I know how it affected me and I don't want things like that to hold him back or affect him that way.
0: Yeah, so, so it's, it's not a priority, not for any other reason. It's not a priority for, for Gavin because it wasn't yes, something he, he ever – he, he didn't experience it. 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 Correct. And and that drives a lot of small business owners because I wanna talk about why you chose um and I and I wanna defeat the myth around this stuff too, by the way. Why you chose when I made the offer to go and work for Jack full time. Jack to Singleton. Not go. yeah. Or or, or or sorry, you made the choice not to go and work for Jack full time yeah. and go and continue on in your business. Now it was a lot of people would have, but a lot of people would have said, it's all too hard. I'm gonna go and work for Jack, it's great, I've got a full time job. I go to work Monday to Friday, don't, um, nine to five, Monday to Friday, don't think about anything um, and just get on with my life. And you are typical of small business owners in this country, resilient, tough, never, ever give up. Yeah. But what is it that actually drives that decision? Why did you make that choice?
1: Um, because I've literally put in too much blood, sweat and tears as my family have, like they've cried with me, they've... Um
0: yeah, but that could be looked at as a sunk cost. I mean, in other yeah. words, that's, okay, that's historical, Kim, you've spent that dough. You can't try to chase it. You can't get, yeah. it's, like, it's like a gambler. He okay. has a bet, lose a bet, thinks, shit, I better have another bet. You can't keep chasing your losses.
1: I knew I wouldn't work at Rose's only nine to five, Monday to Friday. There's no florist in this world that would be given that job ever. Um I knew I'd be working weekends, I knew I'd be travelling, you know, three hours a day like I used to when I was at Pearson's, um, which is another huge reason why I stopped working for Pearson's and took on this business because spending three hours of my life in traffic each day, going back and forth through the city from the shire is... I don't, I don't have time to waste. So, like that. the
0: ultimate outcome is flexibility? Correct. Correct. So, why not? Because the, the myth I want uh-huh. to defeat.
1: Sorry, that was a long answer, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> no, but no, but that's important because it, yep. it, it's no point in me just giving, saying, because uh, there's no point you just saying because of the flexibility, because people don't understand what you're talking about, other than the people who are listening who actually have a small business. But mm. what I'm trying to get at here is I need, uh, I'm trying to get to the point where we can defeat the myth that working for yourself. Gives you all this free time. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There's only 24 hours in a day. Yep. Um, you don't have more free time, to, to but you have the flexibility of allocating any free time you do have yes. to doing things that you would not ordinarily be able to do. In your yes. case, talk, to, to hang out with your husband and your son. Yep. Right. So, I mean, because you actually probably work longer hours um, than a person working a nine-to-five or, or whatever it is. You yes. might not be traveling, but… You're working not you're working longer hours, but you have some flex. You can sort of say, "Well, hang on, three o'clock." Well, today
1: was supposed to be Rowan's athletics carnival. It's been cancelled, but. I was from here going to go straight to the school athletics carnival. I'd organise staff.
0: Yeah, and whereas if you're working for somebody, you can't do that. No, You can't sort of not. say, I need to take the morning yeah, off. excuse because me, got-
1: I'm a mum. they are yeah. like, yeah, I'm a mum too and I don't get to go.
0: <laughs> well, but that, and that's, that's – so I mean, by the way, um, some of the big employers are starting to introduce this workplace flexibility into their environments, it, but it's more – Yes, they, a, they should. But, but it's more a tokenism from what I'm seeing. I mean, and, and they're trying to promote themselves as being good employers, to yeah. be frank with you. Because it doesn't always work. Because you know, you might say, "Well, you you can take time off, Kim, if you're employed by me." But you might say, "Shit, but I'm in the middle of a a, a process with my team, and we have to actually get—we got a deadline to meet, which is next Wednesday. Mm. And if I take the morning off, so the practicalities are correct. The practicalities—you won't do it, yeah, irrespective of the policy in the business, yeah. Um, So what small business does allow you to do is have some flexibility to manipulate the that little bit of free time you do have. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it allows you to prioritise or actually optimise or really put a premium on in terms of how you use those free hours you have in a day.
1: Correct.
0: And and that's really the only benefit of being in business for yourself.
1: Yep. That's, yep. that's, that's, yeah. that's
0: to me, the rest of it is just sheer hard work. Yep. And highly and competitive. And stressful. And <laughs> yes. Much more stress than you would have. And what people in small business have got to realise is, don't be be careful. You just don't when you go into a small business. You're not just buying yourself a job. Mm. Really examine the reason why you you are in this, and make sure that you understand the the premium value of the thing you get out of small business, and make sure you apply it mm-hmm. to the things that you love. Like mm. in your case is your husband and your son. Yeah, I, I'm not saying, and more so your son. I'm not saying that you love your son more than your husband. What I mean but by I that is, <laughs> you probably do, <laughs> but 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 well, more mums do. But of course. but 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 probably what I'm talking about here is your son needs more of your time yes your husband you know he's a he's a adult and you and he can work things out easier and because it's a big deal to me it's a big deal small business owners in this country is 2.1 million of them um, they are probably the most flexible employers too, because they probably say that they understand more when it comes to their staff. That their staff might need the morning off to go to the athletics carnival. Mm-hmm. What's the girl's name works for again? I'm coming. Ellen. Remember. Okay. Let's say Ellen was working for full time, and Ellen said to you, um, Kim, look, oh shit, tomorrow's um, someone's, my son has got an athletics carnival. And you're more likely to juggle things around and say, okay, no worries, mm-hmm. because you're a small business. You aren't. You understand exactly what and the I'm deal is, and I'm a mum, and you're a mum. You got it. You got it right. Yeah. Um, you're not the corporate person who's sort of saying, no way, you know, there's this thing to be sorted out. Yep. And she won't, she'll feel as though she can ask you too. Correct. Uh, yep. So
1: I think women need to support women as well, um, especially mothers. I've got a casual on as well at the moment. She's a mum and she will say, oh, can I do that? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you, you should go do that. You work around that. things. You should go do that. Have your yeah, yeah. sat day off. Go watch your son play football. Yeah. Um, because it's important. It's yeah. important well, it's, to your son. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's And that's where small business is so important to this country mm-hmm. because really yeah. small business owners like you can provide the flexibility in the workplace for people to have happier lives. Because at the end of the day, what we really want to have is a happy economy. We're not talking about, you know, everyone talks about economy growth. Growth is important. But you've got to have a balance today. And we need to have happiness.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: and in some countries like Bhutan and other countries, there are a few other countries, some European countries, actually have a happiness index of the country, of the people in the country. We don't. We're all about in this country is about growth and deficits and surpluses and all this sort of stuff, all just you know hard-edged economic um, terms. For me, the economy and the country is much more healthy if we have all those things, those economic hard-line economic things. Plus, we have a, a, an emphasis on happiness. Yes, and happiness comes from flexibility in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Whether you, and where we're going to get it in this country is if we. Look after our small business owners because our small business owners employ more people than the big guys. Mm -hmm. So small business owners employ 60% of the workforce. Between small business proprietors and small business employees, around 80% of every person who is employed in this country works in that environment. So if we want overall happiness Mm -hmm. as a measure of our success as a country, we need the small business owners to be looked after. And we need the small business owners, therefore, and should they look will after. look after their staff. That's right. Because they're more understanding. Yep. Now, for me. You just
1: nailed it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's where the politicians should be going, Kim. Yeah. And because if, if we get happiness, um, it doesn't really matter to us then what's going on overseas. It's, it's, it's irrelevant, important, but irrelevant to how we live our lives here. Yeah. And then if we got happiness generally, you know, the reason people didn't help you in Darling Harbour is probably because they're. So preoccupied, and they are so unhappy with their own job, and they're in that city environment, mm. they get infected by it, mm. they don't bother to uh, turn to the left or the right and say, Look, can I give you a hand for a second?
1: Oh, people looked at us and stared at us, but no with one offered the, but us a No video. one offered <laughs> give you a
0: hand. And, and that's what we need to be trying to achieve. Um, and, you know, I, I would love to see. As a start for this country to to embrace as a government, that is to embrace a happiness index for our small business owners. They keep yeah. talking about the business, small business owners, owners being the engine room of the country, uh, but it's sort of like an, an obligation on us as small business owners. They're, yeah. they're probably pretty much saying, "Hey, you guys, you have a responsibility. Do this, do Good that. Job. You got yeah. you got to, you got to drive this country like a, an engine in a car." Actually, wh- what they sh- what I'd like to see them is start to say, well, how can we make you happier? Mm. Not just reduce the tax rate. Yeah. Not just give you a twenty a, 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 a tax deduction for everything it's you like spend over twenty actually grand. Need
1: to ask us some questions to get some feedback, so they know how to run the show a bit better. Correct. Because, yeah. And
0: and 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 if I like for there's me, something missing. Between, there is something missing between us all. I mean, yeah. the Royal Commission at the moment is looking at banks lending to small businesses, and I talked about it earlier on on the Triple M show with the Grill Team. Um, and the, but they don't. The questions they are asking for. They're looking for disasters. It's all about and there are lots of them, but, and, it's not, but, and, and looking for misconduct. But if the big banks could get told and understand what this happiness, um, this factor of happiness is about, and if they buy into it, they'll change their whole attitude. It's an attitudinal change. Mm. It's not about make, building up some regulations and saying, you now got to do this, big bank, because the big banks are going to try and work out ways around the regulations. Um, or if they do put out regulations, the big banks might say, well, it's too hard. We're not going to lend to small business owners. It's too difficult. Yeah. We We don't want to send anyone broke. Yeah. Because if we send someone broke, we're going to get dragged in a commission. So what we're better off doing is not lending you in the first place. Yeah,
1: which is scary. That's scary, eh? <laughs> yes.
0: So what you've got to – well, that's that could be an outcome. Yeah. Because if you keep slapping these people who run these banks – the bank itself doesn't exist. It's legal fiction. There are people sitting in there who run these places. It's yeah. about the people. If you keep – if they, you put them in fear, they'll stop doing the, the thing they're in fear of. Right. And the outcome means, well, they just won't lend money. It's too hard. Mm. So what we've got to do is get them to buy into the reasons why it's important to lend money, and it's important to not crush people when you do lend them the money, and it's important to try and work something out with everybody um, when there's a default or there's a problem, people can't pay the bills or whatever it is, trying to work this, because we're tr- we're trying to do is actually have overall happiness. Because by the way, I'll tell you now, big banks would not be happy a, being dragged in a Royal Commission, but they're also not happy sending people broke. Yeah. They don't want to do that. No. That's not good for that's, their business. Yeah, that's that's not, they don't want to think about that. And a lot of times they don't. They just let the lawyers do it. But the lawyers don't want to do that either. No one wants to run that sort of lifestyle. Mm. So if we could just bring this whole process in, and I'm, I, I need people like you, Kim, and I need as many people who come on dot mentor.com.au. That's our website. We need to build a movement around happiness. Business yep. happiness.
1: I mean, you're in. <laughs> I'm in. But you get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it.
0: Kim, I, I always, I always let everyone ask me one question. Now, you've asked me lots of questions. I mean, you had five full days of me, but <laughs> I usually ask um, our guests if they have a question they'd like to ask me. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask me? You don't have to have one.
1: I don't. No, I don't think I do. I've been listening to all your podcasts and I watch you on live and and you've had I'm five days. Yeah, five media. days. Me too. Had your five, yeah, you're answering a lot of my questions already. Actually.
0: Do you know what? One of the things I—it's uh, like
1: I've already like zoned into is, your brain, is, or we were like, "Yeah, Mark would do that." <laughs> so well, it's it's, yeah. it's
0: that well, I, I want to say one thing just before we finalize that that day, those five days of crying, of God, they hot it was hot out there. Oh my goodness, that relaunch it was,
1: day! I don't my think Mum thought she was going to die. I, I don't
0: think people realise. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at myself on the shelf. God, you, I was looking so hot and sweaty, but like because <laughs> I had to park my car on top Everyone of the kept saying, car why park. Why do you
1: keep wiping your face? And I'm like, oh because man, it was, was, it was like forty
0: degrees or something. Yeah. It was. And the only one that was worse than that was when I went down a cobram. It was forty-two degrees. 5 days in a row. Oh. For, and dry, like there's a massive dry heat. But when I was at Cronulla it was more humid and and I remember I was parking my car on the top of that bloody car park, you know, the, mm. on top of the arcade there yeah. every day and um and by the way I want to give a shout out to Michael Cripps from Cripps and Cripps upstairs from you because um Michael Cripps um from Cripps and Cripps real estate agent on top of the arcade there where you are. Um Michael's um uh the original partner of his father who set up Cripps and Cripps in Beverly Hills originally. Um, it was a guy called Glenn and uh, Glenn Jones and he was my godfather. And Glenn Jones um, and, and, and Glenn Jones was friends with my mum and dad. He, he's passed away since. And uh, they had a, a, a kid called Brad um, and, 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 and um, I remember Uncle Glenn yeah. and Auntie Gwen funnily enough, they're both same now, <laughs> Uh were my godparents. And um, they set up Cripps and Crips originally with um, the Cripps family. And then the Cripps family had their shop in Beverly Hills. And I used to go with my dad and I, we used to – my dad had a contract cleaning job there. And I used to go and help my dad clean the, the Crips and Crips uh, real estate agent agency, which is, uh, was in those days two levels in Beverly Hills. And we, I did that from about the age of 12 to about the age of 16. And then my brother took over it with my dad. And we used to go there um, one or two nights a week. I don't know how long my dad had that contract cleaning job for about a million years. And I was I when I went to see you at the Corona Arcade, I saw Crips and Crips and I was so delighted when I was filming that Michael came past, he's much older than me, but Michael came past and said hello and had a mag to me. And it's it's a shout out he's for a Michael good guy. And, and a shout out for the people in those in those areas. Yeah. Um I I have fond memories of the people living in those areas and you're right. I mean, I said to you earlier, your mum's sold to the earth, you're sold to the earth, but people in the area, the Shire, they're sold to the earth. they're good people. Yeah, they are. And, um, and always got a welcoming hand to you. And, um, yeah, I, I miss a bit of that because I don't live in that area anymore. I only lived there for a short period in my life. But I live You might have of, to come back. Well, you know, you're you're lucky, you know. I won't say retirement, but. You're lucky. It's It's a great place to live. It's a great place to work. And, Kim, I think Cronulla Floris has got a great future, and I really wish you all the best, and I hope you achieve all the things you want to achieve for your family. Thank you. And thanks for being on the show. It was awesome.
1: Thank you for having me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.